man, you there? Bring up the phone. Yo, what's good? How's it going, man? Hey, it's Will. I'm back. Hey, have a good time? Welcome to the catch-up. I am Noah, and I gotta say, it took a long time to get back from Chicago. I can't believe how many yeah. months it's taken. Yep, but now that you're finally back, uh, I assume that you took a covered wagon. Uh, we're ready to record again. Yeah, uh, that's Will, you hear. He's the other guy I'm talking to. Um, you're, what's, what's up? up? It's Will. Yeah, that's his classic greeting. Can you get me some like hot ninety seven Z morning zoo slay in the morning edit there? That'd be great. Well, I can I can do you one better. I know we used to do things in post, but I can do you one better right now. Um, so just give me one second and start talking. All right, do that again, dude. With the AV issues that we've already no no had, no, we're fine. Uh, we're fine. This is you, gonna go you, great. You sure you've got this one? I got this one. All right, year it's young Will in the morning, but it's the evening. Yeah, nice. How did you have that so quickly? That's the rap air horn ha- hair. <laughs> the rap air horn app, and I have. Yeah, but that. do you have that on like like on your home screen? No, I have it on my cell phone. And my. That's what I'm saying on your on your home. Well, screen no, your the, the whole talking when I said "give me a second and you helped me vamp. I oh, that's quick. I scrolled over. I know exactly where it is. I use that shit every day. That's that pre thirty year old phone speed. I'm out here like, oh, just give me a second, young blood. Yeah. So six months from now, when I turn thirty, I'm not going to be able to do that at yeah, all. Yeah, dirty thirty, baby. Actually, it turns out that there is one advantage to aging, in particular, turning thirty. Uh, today, we were uh, Alden did a lot of work picking out an Airbnb for our survivor party oh. this summer. Uh, and she finally found the perfect one. She did all this work, doing a survey of people, making sure price points match, beds, couches, all this stuff. And then they wouldn't let her book it because she wasn't there. No way, really? I was like, fuck it, I'll take the credit card points. Wait a minute. I've booked Airbnbs and I'm not 30. It was a different app. It was like a Verbo. And honestly, who knows if they actually blocked her from it, but it was at least listed as a requirement. And so to increase our chances of uh, you know our, our request being accepted, I just went ahead and booked it. That's hilarious. Yeah. Can she rent a car? I think so. I think that's more like at 26 or 27. So you can rent a car. It's it's 25, I think. Yeah, you can rent a car. It's just that it's much more expensive if you're below like the age. That insurance. Yeah, and like who knows if this is real or not, but apparently it's like the age where your prefrontal cortex is – you, oh, no. Your Take a breath. prefrontal cortex is uh, fully developed. Okay. Uh, which is, like, responsible for, like, self-supervision and impulse control and stuff. Okay. Well, that's certainly me. I've got all those things fully developed. Um, yeah. Hell, yeah. That's what, we, that's what we always call you, fully, <laughs> fully developed. Fully developed Noah. <laughs> um, yeah, last time we did a podcast, we were in person. I was at your house where you're, uh, I'm assuming, sitting right now. I am. Um, yeah, and that was beginning of April, and now it's yeah, it was, mid-December. It was cold. It was cold then, and now it's cold again. But that was the before cold. <laughs> this is the now cold. It was coming out of being too cold, and now I think probably where you are, it's coming back to being too cold. It's probably the exact same temperature <laughs> that it was. Like We're not in the absolute deep-ass winter yet, um, but we're in, we're in the winter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we we didn't record again. We got busy. So, uh I mean, frankly, it's like summer we're all doing like I'm yeah. traveling two weeks of every fucking month in the summer and then September comes around and I like buckle down and always have a busy work 
thing. So we could have made it happen. We should make we could it happen have. in the it's, future. We got we got to get a little better. Like having too much fun and then having not enough fun. But you know what? Now we're in that perfect liminal space to podcast. And I, I will say, I just to follow up, I remember I won the Chicago quiz. And will the Chicago quiz. I won it with well, you don't I won win, it. <laughs> you don't win a quiz. I won the quiz and okay. Will sent me a bottle of uh G- Giardia or whatever it's called. Did I did I send you Jardinera? You Jardinera, that's what it is. Yeah, you sent me it because I won as a prize. Did you like um, it? I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. But I did not I did not finish the jar. So and, you still have it? No, because I looked I lit I literally this weekend was cleaning out my fridge. Yeah, that's uh, fair. And it had expired. That's fair. I think that stuff's probably good forever, but I, I respect. It was it was very good on sandwiches, I will say. Yeah, it's the slept on Chicago food thing. Yeah. Everybody's always busy talking about fucking deep dish, but Jardinera and Malort's where it's really at. Oh, God, Malort. I, I had Malort flashbacks for a while. Uh, I thought maybe instead of the... Jardinera, you would send me Malort as a prank, but I was thrilled. No way. It's a Jardy party, baby. I tried to find Malort duty-free on my flight back, and uh, they didn't have a duty-free. Or they did, but you weren't in an international terminal. Also, you can't just get you can't just do duty-free to avoid state taxes. <laughs> I don't think you have duty-frees for domestic flights. Uh, maybe you do. I don't know. I'm not like a pro at airports. There's a duty-free. I saw a duty-free in the LAX. Uh... Last month, and I was flying back to New York. Nice, but that's one of the things we can catch up on. Just give me, give me your last few months. What's been going on? Okay, so I had a really good summer. It was beautiful in Chicago. I went to Vermont. I went to Montreal, which was fucking incredible. Love it. Um, one question: Did I have my new job when we recorded last? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. If it was yes. April, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. So um, I have a new new job. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm settled in. Uh, you know I'm what's crazy? My... I'm sorry to interrupt, but we talk like we talk every day besides the podcast. And if you yeah. had hid that from me this whole time, that would have been a crazy bit. No, no, no. I'm settled in. I feel like so. It's been almost exactly nine months since I got my last new job, and I feel like I. Pretty much this week ascended to like goat status, nice. which is really nice. Um, I feel very locked in. I feel like I've, I'm um, a leader at the company basically as of as of last week. Well, it's funny you say that. Again, sorry to interrupt, but I have been waiting patiently with a bottle in my hand to pop something on air and see how the levels go because I got promoted today. Yeah, motherfucker! Me. I was just gonna turn that over to you, oh, and I no, wish you told me that we that we were popping because I went to the liquor store. I pulled up some wine. I would have got some champagne. Uh, I'm sorry. I've had this bottle for a year. So <laughs> why? Because I got sent it from work last year for New Year's, but it came after New Year's, and I didn't want to pop it. I've had no reason to pop it. Oh, I would have had that a lot sooner. Well, DJ, pop that shit. You deserve it. Here we go. This is, this might go all over my computer. Oh shit. Wow, I just watched the audio levels go crazy. Wait, that's funny. Um, Zoom eliminated it. I didn't hear it. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, that's hilarious. It wants just the the, uh, the, the voice. Well, you'll hear it on the. You'll hear it back because mine went nuts. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was pretty much me. Is I had a really good summer and then a very very busy till now. You tell me about your life. Uh, maybe culminating in in your promotion today. Okay. 
Um, summer was cool. Had a lot of weddings. Went to Yellowstone uh, with my friend Ben. That was very fun. Yellowstone nice. and, and Wyoming and Colorado. Um, came back, started some new parts of my job where I have to get up insanely early on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. What's insanely early? I got to be at the office at 7. So when do you wake up? Uh, 5.30. How's that going? I'm used to it now. Today I had to get up at 4.30 because I was covering for someone that had to be there at 6. That, what time you go to bed, bed? Last night I went to bed at 9.30. Is that typical for when you, well okay so your general thing dude that's so hard i gotta be i gotta be a, i gotta be in bed by 10 on those days that i'm getting up at seven that's cool. that, I, that i have to be at work at seven and it's really hard i'm not tired by then yeah what well, you know well especially because you're not doing it every day oh yeah that's a, that's a thing my work schedules i mean my sleep schedule is three different things yeah that is monday tuesday really wednesday hard. is 5 30 thursday friday is normal nine to five and it's usually from home and oh, then, geez. and then the weekend is whenever. So like my body is just constantly confused. What's the city like at, I assume about 630 in the morning when you leave? Weirdly more crowded than you'd think. Mm. Like the subway, the subway is pretty crowded at, at 620 is when my subway comes. Yeah. I mean, that kind of tracks. If we think that like the average commute is between like 35 and 55 minutes. Yeah. It's like a lot of people getting into work. So I assume the most crowded is people getting into work between 9 and 9.30. Right. But I bet like there's a sizable crowd that gets in at 7 to 7.30. And then there's probably a dip for like people that get in around 8.30. And uh, well, weirdly, today I was like, surely it's going to be more crowded. I mean, more empty. I got on the subway at 5.05 this morning and it was more packed than the 6 a.m. one. So I don't know what the hell's going on here. That's crazy, baby. Uh <laughs> That is crazy, baby. Um, so then nothing really happened until November when I got the novel coronavirus. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. I'm still I'm still untouchable. Wow. Exciting. Uh, I brought it to California. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just in time for Thanksgiving. Just in time. Ruined the family Thanksgiving we were going to have. Uh, my mom got the novel coronavirus and had to stay home because she tested positive before the trip. Uh, boy. Yep. <laughs> then I came back and I got a promotion today, and that's been my life. That's it. That's the that's the tea. Tell us about this promotion. Uh, well, it's from one thing to another. <laughs> Do your responsibilities change, or is it a recognition of you having taken on responsibilities? That you... it's it's more that one, and yeah. definitely I'm get, definitely getting paid for what I was already doing this past year. Nice, nice. But you know. I'm very, I'm very happy to have the promotion. I've been at this job for three and a half years. It's about damn time. Yeah, no, that's sick. Um, as I said in the text, I very often just gas my friends up, like to other friends. I'm like, oh yeah, no, he's like a fucking producer. At <laughs> you're an associate producer now, which is closer to how I think of you. Right, and it's it's definitely what I've already been telling dates for the past six months. So. Yeah. Nice. Now I just am not lying, which is cool. I got a new uh, neighbor downstairs and okay. I Googled him. Well, so I was like, what do you do? And he's like video production. And I Googled him. He actually just moved from Park Slope, like oh. three blocks from where I grew up. Um, they had been there for five and a half years. They moved back out here because they're like cabin kids and shit. Um, but he's a producer at HBO. Ooh la la. Yeah. So a little better than you. I mean, definitely... A little better, but 
then again, I'm from the Upper West, so that makes me better than him. Upper West, fuck the rest, yeah. Exactly. Fair. Not, exactly, not yeah. no Park Slope cut your throat shit. No, but Park Slope cut your throat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw you for about an hour... Yeah, and I kissed you. I kissed you on the cheek, and I didn't get COVID. And I definitely, totally I definitely had the novel <laughs> coronavirus at the time. Yeah. yeah, I tested positive the day after I saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. As and I, I said, was like, built different, still untouchable. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because that morning I te- texted you because I was I was really hungover and fatigued because I had not really slept, and I guess probably fatigued because of COVID. And I was all pissed that I really didn't get to see you that night. And I was, like, really upset that I didn't make more of an effort. And now, in retrospect, it's probably best that I didn't spend more time with you. It's probably best. And that was no one's fault. Like, it was going to be hard for us to get as much intimate time as we wanted with, um, you know, I had I had a guest and was yeah. showing her around to several people. It was, it was great to see you, obviously, but we're probably yeah. still due for a, a deeper hang sooner than later. Absolutely. Also, I do want to come to Chicago in a warm weather. Like I would like to I'd love to see it in the warmth. It's at some point. it's pretty dreamy, not going to lie. This summer yeah. was great. We got this roof deck and we're just it's just great. Biking around basketball, Chinese food, fucking music festivals, just great. It's just great. Damn. <laughs> basketball and Chinese food. It's just I'm just thinking about the thing. It was it was just so free. It was it was it was that was great. What do you want to do this weekend? Oh, I don't know. We'll see what, uh, what they up to. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the unstructured dog days of summer. It's like, I don't yeah. know, I become the person that I want to be all year round. Well, you should write a song about it. Uh, thanks for the segue. I have. And so this one is called... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that would be fun. Our only other update is probably on running. Oh yeah, oh yeah, holy shit! So oh, when yeah. we were, in sh- <laughs> sound like Nardwar. Um, <coughs> oh shit, I'm coughing on the, I'm choking on the champagne. Um, when we were in Chicago, we were gonna run a 10k in a, in a few weeks. Yeah, we were um, training and we did it. And I know that might not sound much to some people, but Noah and I are both pretty soft boys over here. So <laughs> it, was the, it, was, it was the longest I'd run since I was 18 years old. And it was the longest I'd run ever in my yeah. life. Uh, so we ran it. Will did not fly in for it. He ran it virtually. I ran it in Prospect Park. But what are we doing in April, mid, late April? We're running a half marathon in Brooklyn, New York. That's fucking right, baby. We are going to train for the Brooklyn half with our friend Roman. Shout out to our dog. Shout out to Roman. I've never called him that before. Landlord's Um, best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, he'd just be posting on LinkedIn a lot of shit about pro-landlord legislation. You can't expect me to not drag him for that. We here at the catch up, we uh, dislike landlords, but we do like our friends. So, we like Roman. Of course, it means nothing about how much I like no. Roman. I'm just, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, no, at the same time, I'm in a house that I uh, pay a landlord money to live in. So I don't want to talk too loud. He could kick me out of this place when you put it like that. Yeah, exactly. We kind of maybe maybe we all love landlords a little too much. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm excited for the half marathon. Yeah, I I yeah. started training, and then this this month in particular was really busy. So I'm definitely like I am running. I'm not I'm not advancing. I'm like I've still at like five k level. But um, I think starting the new year, I'm gonna hit it really hard. I got the Nike Running Club app, which seems really really yeah. good. Yeah, I have that too. Yeah, 
I, I ran one since I've had COVID. I came back and, and ran. It was really hard, and it made me very scared for this. But I think we have so much time to train. I think we'll be okay. Um, I'm very I'm very excited. I've never I never thought I could do this, and maybe maybe I can't. But we'll, we're we'll gonna find out. It. We're gonna do it even if we crawl past the crawl at the end of it. Um, yeah, that's right. Were you oh yeah, say? yeah. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit running hard because my girlfriend is going to Argentina for a few months, and so I'm just gonna be here like working and needing to do things with my life, and so I'll head over to the the gymnasio. That's uh, that's big. What do you tell tell everyone here live? Your like your really true thoughts about this? I think it's great. I supported it from the beginning. It was always, uh, you know, she kind of ran it by me in the early stages, and I said, "Of course, do that. We're not going to have the opportunity for you to do that." a good opportunity you should do it and we'll figure out you know how what we want to do next i mean it helps like we have money like he's gonna go down there i'll visit her for a few weeks in the middle it's gonna be fine it's gonna be great is it study abroad yep just to be clear to everyone she's in grad school dude i in the back of my head was gonna say that i feel like i have to say that i make sure that i say that all the time (laughs) as soon as study abroad came out of my mouth i was like oh that's young it comes up a lot because I end up saying like, I don't know, like one story that I ends up just coming out. A lot of people ask me, you know, when did you move to Chicago or whatever? It's like, oh, yeah. And then my girlfriend got into school at Northwestern. And so I kind of moved out here with her. And it's like I always have to be like, to be clear, yeah. <laughs> grad school. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's not it, it you know, nominally could be OK for me to be dating an undergrad. But for me to say. That she got into school and I moved out here means that I was dating a high school student, which I think is is the line that I draw. And I would say we are right at the age where the, the difference is still weird. Like, we're about to hit the age where it's like, oh, I have, like, oh, my parents are 10 years apart. Okay, that's not that weird. Right now, it's it's weird. Would you that's, agree? That's true. Yeah, I was I was actually saying this to her last night on a totally different note. Have you watched Ted Lasso? Yeah, I'm like leaning into my caricature of fucking idiot by saying that I like Ted Lasso, but I like it. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's I don't. I don't often it's admit great. that I've watched it. But. Yeah. Um. But so like, have you, and you've seen season two as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So spoiler alert: if someone is very very concerned with Ted Lasso spoilers, <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, hold on. Let me just add a stinger here. Ted Lasso spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Beware ye who enter. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was like, "How do we feel about like Sam and Rebecca dating?" And I was like, yeah, I think age gaps are something that people should be, like, conscious of, but not necessarily concerned with. Like, these two characters, to me, feel emotionally healthy and communicative, and I'm, like, for their relationship. Yeah. Um, which is what I would say, I don't know, I would be really self-conscious if I was dating a college girl. But if you were 30 and you were dating a college person, like, I would apply the same standard. I'd be like, you know what? They're communicating about it. They feel emotionally healthy. Like, I trust these people. Cool. And I think you would say that because it's me and you know me, but I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't Fair. think a 30-year-old should be dating a college student. Fair. I just mean, like, is the line as bright as a 30-year-old dating a high school student? Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't think question. so. I think it's a slightly different standard. Yeah, it's that's – I don't know. It's all arbitrary, like high school versus college, but a college student to me feels – well, yeah, it's not man. all arbitrary. Age is, age There's is definitely a, number, a line bro. in which it becomes not arbitrary. <laughs> um. 
Take, I, take I hear the, you. Take the shovel. <laughs> take the shovel. I, I hear you. If, if there's one thing people should take away, it's Will saying age is just a number. And fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, wait, uh, how? Sorry, now I'm yeah? down tangent, but I am curious. How uh, old were your folks when they started dating? So that's a very good question. They got married, and my my dad was 27, and my mom was 25, and I believe they had been dating for about four years. Maybe. Wait, wait, wait. You said 10. I thought you said that they're 10 years apart. No, I didn't say my parents. I just meant like, Um, like it's when someone says like, yeah, my parents are 10 years apart. Yeah, sure. You start looking at the yearbooks and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, at those homecoming pictures. Just make sure nobody was stepping out of line. (laughs) No, they're, they're, they're a fine age difference, but even so they're like four years apart and that would be weird now. No, not now. That would be weird. That would be weird if you were in college and they were in high school. No. I don't. I'm going down a weird tangent here. Well, it's just it's hard to draw concrete lines. I like. I, I think that these gaps should be. We should be attentive to them, but I don't think we should be like dismissive of them in terms of their viability as a relationship. I can draw a concrete line and say nobody who is 30 should be dating someone in college. That's my. That I will die on that hill. Yeah, I'm not. Sure. I I feel like there's exceptions to that. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> Call in and let us know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pivot because I don't really want us to get canceled. Fair. I have one more thing before we go to break. Yep. Um, my friend Sarah came. Nice. Uh, she's she's. <laughs> you you uh, paused. My, you invited. That. I know. I know. I did. <laughs> my friend Sarah, who's an old friend of mine, um. She lives now in Copenhagen with her new fiance. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> she came back to the States in late September, and I got a drink with her and my friend Roman, the previously mentioned. And she just started talking about this podcast. Um, and so I wrote a note on my phone entitled, where the fuck did it go? Sorry, I wrote a note on my phone entitled Unsolicited Feedback About the Podcast. Oh, she was talking about our podcast. She started giving, yes, she started giving us uh, notes. Okay. Uh, I did not, did not ask for notes. Let's hear the notes. I, I did not want notes. <laughs> um, there's two. There's two notes. One, Will is a sexy boy. Mm, you, if, that's, if that's what you're thinking, you're not going to like these notes. All right, let's hear it. Number one, some episodes are longer than they need to be. Fair. <laughs> you know what? I gotta say fair to that one. Um, and then this second one gets very specific. Okay. This references our salty snack ranking episode. Okay. Uh, with Dan Colpin. I really enjoyed the episode, except for when Will shit on everyone's choices and then would say the most obscure hipster chip that no one had heard of. What I said like, hot Cheetos were my number one. She's talking. I think she's talking about the fact that she hadn't heard of those dirty chips. Okay, those are in. Those are a common bodega find. And my office has them now. I'm on your side, bro. I'm not. I fought for you in this conversation. Thank you. On the former, it's like, yeah, duh, they're longer than they need to be. This podcast, every podcast episode ever, yeah. is too long. Yeah, and two, like, sorry that you moved to Copenhagen. You need to come to terms with the fact that you will just you just won't up be up to date with like American snacks. Congratulations, congratulations on your new fiance. But. <laughs> That's right, Sarah. You've just been owned by the ketchup. This was a segment designed to 
fuck your ass up. Yeah, does her uh, fiance know about her old fiance and what happened oh, to him? Oh shit, we gotta go to break. Today's episode is brought to you by my neighbor who has a really cute dog and smokes cigarettes outside. Have you ever have you ever wanted someone to be really unclear about uh, your relationship with them? Uh, well, you should try a neighbor with a cute dog who goes and smokes cigarettes outside. Because sometimes he, he says what's up, and it's like you've known each other forever. But then other times he's out there, he's smoking his hundred, he's walking his cute dog, and I go to say hi to the dog, and he yanks the dog away. And he doesn't even acknowledge me. It's like we've never met in the entire world. And so if you like ambiguity and you like things like that, uh, you should try getting a next-door neighbor who smokes cigarettes and have a cute dog. Oh, welcome back to the catch up. Yeah, what you just said in the break was that you're such a good AP. Uh, I would argue that, you know, you're you're actually a really good, you're almost a really good, not just associate producer, but uh, a producer. Some might say that you're pushing P. That's our show, folks. Bye. Thanks so much. Okay, so if anyone knows <laughs> anything, it's that everybody loves looking at other people's Spotify rap. <laughs> So that's what we're going to do because it's in line with our tradition. We've been doing this for a while. I think we did Spotify Wrapped reviews as far back as like 2016, honestly. We did them before everyone was posting them to Instagram stories. We did it when it was just a playlist. I don't even think there was very much exactly. uh, of an experience. Yeah, And yeah, you may be saying, you're recording this episode way later in December than when this came out. And everyone already posted this stuff and we're not a fan of doing this anymore. And to that, I'd say, just shove it. You know, just um, shove it. Just totally shove it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Something's wrong with my recording. Uh oh. It stopped. Hold on. When did it stop? I think we're good. Check. Check. Yeah, I hear you. No, it's inputting my AirPods, dude. It, it wasn't before. I promise it wasn't before. I need to cut real quick. Okay, cut. Whatever. Yeah technical difficulties we're back all right so uh spotify wrapped reviews uh maybe the last minute or so of that after the commercial was uh the wrong microphone if the quality was bad sorry about that uh we're back though so you want to go yeah so i'm looking at your top songs right now you um and i will say there off the bat is a little overlap um I already know this. Your, oh, where'd your screen go? Your number three song, and you'll see when you open mine, is my number one song of the year. Nice, dude, yeah. And that song is called El Dorado by the band Prince Daddy and the Hyenas. Hyena, singular. So let me ask you a question about that song. Who we love that band. We have a storied history. Storied history. Because we were going to see them by the pandemic. We've both seen them since. Yes. But yeah, great stuff. Um, do you listen to that song when you run? I do. 
I listen to that song a lot when I run, and I think that's what takes up definitely some of these plays. I, I li- Me too, for sure. And I also will say a lot of my songs get a lot of spin when I'm drunk and coming home. And, mm, and nice. this Eldorado is like, I don't know why, but every time I'm drunk, I'm just jamming out to this song. Um, yeah, okay, that's a great song. But let's talk about your number one song. Tell me a little about it. Yeah, do you know this song? I don't think so, but you may have sent it to me, and now I'm worried. But it's, it's... So this is a song by a guy named MJ Lenderman. Um, you know, this song is what got me onto him. It's called Someone Get the Grill Out of the Rain. And it's just, that's all, that's the lyrics to the song. Uh, if someone get the grill out of the rain, uh, it'd be a shame, something, something, something. It's very simple. very sad it reminds me of being a college senior and looking out into the yard at my shitty grill rusting in the rain and it's great and so i played the song a ton of times and then i never really listened to any of his other stuff and then much later in the year i discovered mj lenderman again and he's like one of my favorites now it's this very cool neo country indie he's like no one else that i think is really making music um right now he's great and i actually just missed a show in my neighborhood, basically, just north of me on Belmont with him playing, but I had just gotten back from New York and I was pretty dead. So love MJ Lenderman, uh, highly, highly recommend. Probably, so my, you know, one of the smart things that I do is I get pre-embarrassed about things. Um, And so my pre-embarrassment, what I had pre-registered to be embarrassed about is not the fact that there's not cool music or or not even that there's no new music in mm-hmm. terms of like when it was created it's that it's almost all the same artists that i listened to last year and it's like are you branching out boy yeah. are you gonna love my fucking spotify playlist? yeah yeah thing. yeah I- <laughs> all right cool but but mj lenderman and and turnstile on here which i'm sure we'll talk about in a second mj lenderman mj lenderman and turnstile are like my two big new artists this year yeah i see a lot of turnstile on here um I remember you getting very into them. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I saw them. Your number two song is "Mystery" by Turnstile. Um, I don't really listen to them except this old song by them called Blue by You, which I really liked. Uh, but I got to check it out. Have you listened to this new album? I have not. I have not. Oh, dude, it is. Just, I feel like I can be prescriptive with my music recommendations for you, given the fact that my number three song was your number one song. Like that, <laughs> yeah. if nothing else, gives me kind of license to do that. Um, you will love this album. I'll check it out. I'll listen to it tomorrow. It's going right on my. It's going right up to the top. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna go apeshit, dude. Um, one other thing I will say is that if this was made a month later, you would see a lot of the new SZA album. Uh, I did yeah. not know SZA before, but goddamn, that SOS album is a work of art. It's really good. It's really fucking good. Um, okay, I see Pup. When we, why? Well, the whole reason I was in Chicago was to see Pup. 
Uh, well, also you. Pup still rocks. It rocks. That song is also on my Spotify playlist in the same spot. Number seven, baby. What song is it, Noah? It's Robot Writes a Love Song. Uh, let's talk about number eight a little. Yeah, I think we should talk about number eight. <laughs> I love this song. It's Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush. Now, this summer, a different Kate Bush song got famous from Stranger Things. That's true. And I, I ch- so the reason that I checked out Kate Bush is, do you know the album, uh, or sorry, the album, the writer, Neef Muhammad, uh, Hanif Abdurakib? No. So he's the fucking man. Um, he got a National Book Award nomination this year for A Little Devil in America. He's a poet. He's... He's just incredible. Um, Alden put me onto him, a book called They Can't Kill Us Till They Kill Us. Oh, I wrote that book down in my notes. Yeah, he's in, he's from Ohio, and I think, like, just, like, the underdog story of him being in Ohio really clicks for me. And, like, I basically, I open up one of his books or read one of his poems, and I will just, like, start tearing up. I don't know. Something about this guy just, like, really gets to me. And... I, I love this guy for so many reasons. He's a, he's a total soft boy, but he also really likes like sneakers. And I have a soft spot for sneakers. Um, and he, around the time that running up that hill, coming up that hill, running up that hill, running up that hill, yeah, became you know very very viral. Uh, he posted something which I really liked, which you know gatekeeping is kind of out of style, but he said you know for everyone he's very into 80s and 90s pop and appreciates it in like a borderline academic sense and he wrote like for all of you who are just getting into Kate Bush and then that was the end of the the slide the story slide and then you click to the next slide and it's him with his arms out and it says you are welcome in my church and he lists <laughs> like a a bunch of songs that he really likes and so that got me into this and Wuthering Heights I just loved I latched onto it it's and so for, good it's so good, and per one of your comments, my goal is to know this song well enough to attempt to sing it at karaoke, because I think that is a bold, bold move. Wait, d- have I told you that I heard someone do this at karaoke? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. You told me someone did, and I was like, that's the most baller shit that I've ever heard. I was I was blown away. Out on the windy, wispy oh. morning. <laughs> you got it, you're ready. I'm ready, dude. I mean, I'm going to need a few, a few octaves down, but. That's fine. Uh, all right, keep scrolling. Okay, more pup, more turnstile, more MJ Lenderman. <laughs> okay. Talk, talk about that. Talk about okay, that Will's hovering over. Oh, also, sorry, I thought of a joke earlier, and I want to say it now. Uh, oh, thank pe- you, thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, some people call me the little devil in America. Anyway, moving on. Um, number twelve. Uh, Will wants me to talk about this one. This song is "I Get Lost." In you in the in the summertime. Summertime by Jimmy Whispers. So this will just always be funny for me. I don't know. This just occupied a funny space in the summer for me. So for one, I don't know. I heard Jimmy whisper somewhere and I started to really like him. I listened to about five songs, you know, a lot for like a week. And then I forgot who he was. And I had these songs stuck in my head. 
And I was telling Alden, I was like, who, like, who sings this freaking song? Who sings this freaking song? It finally came on, on autoplay. And I was like, Jimmy Whispers. I've never even heard of that guy. <laughs> like, I don't know who that is. And she was like, dude, you've absolutely said the name Jimmy Whispers to me before. So I don't know. My memory is going or something. Uh, I don't know if that story was that funny. <laughs> How's that? But the funnier part is, so this song is a very like summertime, summertime sad song. Uh, and. Uh, all right. So a good friend of mine, a very good friend of mine went through a, a relatively rough breakup. Uh, earlier in the summer and came over for dinner uh, and I had this album on I get lost in you in the summertime it was early in summer it's like a sad song and in the middle of dinner it just started crying oh no (laughs) and so I was like obviously my first reaction was to make sure he was good you know give him some space sure 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 Um, but my second reaction which I'll be honest was a pretty quick second reaction was like dude I gotta tell Jimmy Whispers about this (laughs) and so I Instagram I Instagram DM Jimmy Whispers and like a month later when he checked his you know messages that got filtered out he was like hell yeah dude (laughs) that is incredible shout out to Jimmy Whispers shout out Jimmy Whispers you're welcome on our show any day um side note i think my favorite part of doing this segment is that i get to act like a dj and like throw to songs this is like my morning dj shit yeah morning no, radio. for sure uh keep scrolling keep scrolling okay i see more prince daddy more pup more mj lender and more jimmy whispers uh oh wait, wait can we talk about gleaming yeah so emily yasina gleaming yeah do you know this song no so this song has this really catchy, it starts with this little bass line and then this lyric, this vocal melody comes in that's like, does that sound like anything to you? Uh, no. Maybe I'll see you at a movie, sneak preview, and I'll smile, and your way will pretend. It's the exact same vocal melody as that Blink-182 song. And damn I, it. The song Damn It by Blink-182. Damn it, damn it, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, all the played this for me, and I was like, oh, this is this is a Blink-182 song, and I, I like it a lot. I love shit like that. Uh, so I'll th- Oh, shit, I'll- look what we oh, got Oh, yeah, I, that's what I wanted to say next. So you have a song by... Reese W called Hopeless Thing and Shout Reese W Reese. <laughs> that is a kid I went to Beacon uh, high school with and we went to college with. Yeah. So, so you know, it's a hard kid to like, but I like his music. <laughs> you listen, no, Reese is Reese is a Reese is a wonderful dude. <laughs> the guy's attractive, he does everything well, and I'll resent him for the rest of my life, but he's also a very nice guy. So, shouts out to Reese. Shouts out Reese. Keep scrolling, keep scrolling. MJ Lenderman, more Turnstile, more Prince Daddy, more Jimmy Whispers. Oh, your deep rest by the Hotelier. Called in sick that, from your funeral. That song gives me fucking chills. Uh, Side of your body. Oh god, that shit's good. Uh, Cut your bangs, Radiator Hospital. Shouts out to them. That was my top song like last year. I'm pretty sure I love that song. Uh, keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep going. Oh, I have that. I that TV girl song "Hate Yourself" was on mine a few years ago. Yeah, really good. Yeah, that's a very yeah. good song. Well, that just it's, sounded it's like sweet. One. That sounded like you were doing "Sweet Home Alabama." 
it's funny because those are totally different like uh the music theory of those two things is different but they are like kind of the same uh poland uh, by lil yachty Yo, sometimes you just got to take the walk to Poland, not going to lie. Okay, what I'll say is when the seasons change, my music taste changes really hard. And in the winter, I need like rap to pump me up. Mm. And so as soon as it got cold, Poland by Lil Yachty came out and I was kind of like subconsciously looking for rap shit to bang. And so this shit just banged for like a straight week. I get it. I I am different. I've been listening to like the national and then sad stuff this past week. Uh, It gets cold and I'm like, like that. Uh, anyway, Fair. keep scrolling, keep scrolling, more <laughs> Reese, uh, the mountain goats, color in your cheeks. Yep, I just found out about the mountain goats this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, really, uh, and Congrats. like, I think, I think I had just heard the mountain goats after they or he had produced a lot of like, later in their career shit that was kind of corny that I didn't like, but I found this, you know, very early record, um. All Hell West Texas, and I fell in love with it. I really like it a lot. Hell yeah. Uh, love that Alex G song, Runner. Very good. Oh yeah, Alex G is great. Just had a tiny desk as well. Nice. Starting to think you have all of Reese's album on here. No, I don't think so. I'm probably missing a song. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there's so many on here. Um, I'll shout out two more. Accident Prone by Jawbreaker. I fucking love that song. Great. Classic, yeah. Uh, wait, go up. I saw something I wanted to shout out. Oh, was it, uh, this one? Yes, I love yeah. that song. I love yeah, the Magnetic, the magnetic fields, fields. They're really good. I love his good. voice. Uh, actually, at the Turnstile show, uh, in between, whoever opened, uh, oh, JPEG Mafia opened, which was great in its own right. Um, but in between, they were playing some songs, and they played this song, and everybody was singing it, because everybody loves it. Yeah, it's a it's a great song. Uh, it's that man feels like he's like uh, he's like in a fridge or something. <laughs> it's just like one tone, very. I don't want to get over love. It's yeah, very, uh, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, again, like we're always like, oh, we're gonna find embarrassing stuff. I'm also like of the mindset like you listen to what you listen to and who the fuck for cares? sure. You know. I- don't know what some of these are. Hangman cool. by Pax. I don't know what that is. Um, Military Gun is something that I only found recently. They're pretty good. Bird of Big Toe is uh, Military Gun. Uh, someone in a coffee shop was playing on the speakers, and I like a month ago, and I asked him what it was. Like I never heard nice. it before. Yeah, that's the antique Shazam right there. That's I great. <laughs> um, Bird of Big Toe is this, I guess, this Chicago band, and I found them, and we've got a pretty uh, liberal standard for posting things in my works music Slack channel, and I posted it in my office manager, who is like a fantastic dude and used to live a very chaotic life. He was like, oh yeah, I fought Bird of Big Toe in an alley one time. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay, I wonder who won. Oh, he was clear that he did not win. (laughs) (laughs) And like Babushka, this Kate Bush song is on there only because it's after Wuthering Heights. Sure, yeah, yeah. So if you if 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 you had to sum up my Spotify Wrapped in three words, what would you say? <laughs> uh, pup. No, no, no. Never mind. We're not gonna do it by bands. Um, loud. 
sad. Yeah. Um, I took the walk. Uh, yeah, ratchet. <laughs> cool, loud, sad, ratchet. Loud, sad, it. and ratchet. That might be the uh, that might be the epitaple. Not gonna lie. I think I think I think that is. I think we got it. Um, cool. <laughs> all, all right. right. Let's see yours, big boy. Let's see mine, big boy. This is gonna be real embarrassing. <laughs> No, it's not going to be that embarrassing. It, it, I feel like it's not going to be anything I don't know. You're going to have some fucking Weezer on this. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Weezer, the Pixies. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so oh, friend activity, friend of the pod, Emma C. Duds, listen to <laughs> Glider from Sable original video. I don't know what that is. So these are my friend activity are people I followed in college, and that's it because I've never followed anyone since. I don't think the uh, social aspect of Spotify has ever really that was taken like, on. No, that was like a thing people tried to do for a while. Um, okay, so like I said, my number one is El Dorado. El Dorado. I, there's a thrift store right next to me called El Dorado, and I think of it every time. Nice. Uh, yeah, right. then we've got a three-peat. No, this is this is my segment. I'm Sorry. I'm, I'm, You're right. My bad. All right, so what is Weezer that is not Island in the Sun, or a few <laughs> from that era. What is Season Spring? Is that new? Is that old? No, it's new. Doesn't uh, everyone hate the new Weezer stuff? Didn't they cancel a tour because no one was buying um, tickets? Okay, okay, okay. You're conflating a lot of things. And if you want me to do a spin-off deep dive, I, the thing is, I could write a thesis about this. Like we can't get a we can't get a concise answer here. You they they seasons is the four EP set they are doing in 2022, and they're putting it out on the first day of each season. So season spring came out. The only one left to come out is winter. And the song that just came out, and it fucking rocks. Um, wait, 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 wait. You said in 2022, the first day of each, didn't we already have the winter equinox? No, we haven't. Win- winter solstice? Winter, tw- no, that starts in, in two we- in a week. All right, well, fucking do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's very well curated. Most of the songs are good. Some of them are bad. But but again, that's any Weezer album, and I can't really do this right now. But yes, so they were... We we can move on. Hold on. I will explain that they were going to do Weezer on Broadway in September. Seasons Broadway. And they had to cancel it because it was expensive, and also no one bought tickets. Got it. Okay. Okay. I've had one and a half glasses of champagne, so now I'm getting a little punchy about Weezer. You're ready to fucking, you're ready to go. Um, Which one? Okay, so uh, number five, I I see Shoelaces by Prince Daddy and the Hyena. Uh, It's from their new album, which we love. I've seen them on tour doing their new album. You have also seen them on tour. I saw it as well, and it was one of my favorite shows of 2022. It was incredible. Yeah, I lost an earplug during that show, and I decided to just like go full, full tilt and take both earplugs out, and it was great. Um, which song is Shoelaces? Uh, good dreams give me way more Uh, so ABBA, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, ABBA made the music to Mamma Mia. Uh, Mamma Mia is full of ABBA songs. 
Okay. I saw Mamma Mia on Broadway one time. That's the only thing I know about ABBA. And I also know that Swedes love ABBA. Yes. They are. Is ABBA Swedish? Yes. They're Swedish. This tracks. This tracks. I went to a wedding with my Swedish friend and they started, um, the song that they came out to was that Ooga Chaka, Ooga Chaka, Ooga, Ooga, That's not ABBA. All right. Well, I was told that it was ABBA. That's hooked on a feeling. I don't know who that's by. That's not ABBA. I don't think so. That's not ABBA. Um. Um, that, that this song is gimme gimme gimme, and Abba is full gimme, of slappers. Gimme gimme your love after mm-hmm. midnight. Yes, right? that, yes, exactly. Yeah, I definitely got down to that as well. Okay, um, I'm seeing some pup as well. Same yeah. songs as me. We love it. Um, I'm seeing more Weezer. I'm seeing more Prince Daddy. I love it. The Beths. Which one is this Uptown Girl song? Because I love the Beths, but I very rarely listen to them. Um, this Future Me Hates Me album. Future Me Hates Me. The single. Awesome. Saw them around the same time. Uh. So I saw them and Bad Bad Hats around the same time that they were both getting like beyond local fame. Yeah. And it was freaking awesome. I saw them at Lincoln Hall. Great venue in Chicago. Rock my socks off. Hell yeah. Awesome. I, what, what song is this one, Uptown Girl? I saw the best this year too and they rocked. Uh, nice. This song is, I will go out tonight. I'm gonna drink the whole time Yeah, nice. Um, I saw Bad Bad Hats actually recently and I, I don't know, it was kind of just like in, in the neighborhood and I decided to go. I'm not like a massive fan of either of these bands, but I had bought a Bad Bad Hats hat when I saw them with the Bets, mm-hmm. mainly to unsuccessfully flirt with the lead singer of the Bad Bad Hats. Okay. And, you know, totally partnered now, but, you know, flirting is a, an agreed upon thing that we can do. Went over and tried sorry, to what? flirt again. I, 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 yeah, dude, it's just flirting. Flirting um, is an agreed o- upon thing you can do? Yeah, what's the harm? Uh, all right. Okay. Well, and I went up to the merch table, um, where the Bad Bad Hats lead singer was and I tried to do it again and I tried to use the hat. I was like, yeah, I bought this hat from you in like 2017. Like, haha, crazy, blah, blah, blah. Fucking stonewall. <laughs> Damn, all right, fair. Yeah, well, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, you get it. If I were flirting with you, you'd stonewall me as, me as well. Yeah, um, sounds good. I, I just, I know that I, so I was in the 0.1% of Weezer fans on the Spotify wrapped and I know... I know I always say, like, I'm so on brand with Weezer, but I, there's so much Weezer in this playlist. There's a lot. There's so Weezer much. This playlist. And none of it's I'm old. I'm happy to see the old album from Prince Daddy on this, yeah. uh, Lauren and I Lost My Life. I don't think these are, th- these probably barely didn't make mine. I uh, fell in love with this album this year. This was, like, a huge yeah. album for me. Oh, interesting. So kind of late. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that this is the start of, like, a, a new chapter that they're continuing for sure. I th- and, I would um, say 2022 is my Prince Daddy year for sure. Like I was not into them as hard until this year. Like like many bands that I consider my favorite now, um, I kind of started listening to them when I was like, oh, this is so corny. Like I, yeah. I'm not gonna. This this is like you know this is fun, but this isn't like really the music I like. And then catch me, you know, two years later at the Pup Show. Do it 180, y'all the stop deadly part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, absolutely, absolutely, like losing my voice exactly. and crying to their music. Um, both Prince Daddy and Pup were like that for me, yeah. where I I started being like, this is a little too on the nose or something. Actually, Jeff Rosenstock too, which isn't really. I, I didn't really have a big Jeff Rosenstock year, but all three of these are groups where I was like, this is kind of corny. It's a little on the nose. It's a little too much for me. And then I ended up just 
something stuck. Yeah. Like, something just stuck in me, and I love those. Je- Jeff Rosenstock shows are some of the f- most fun you can have. They're just like... I've never been. Oh, um, God. I'll have to catch them next They're time. They're so fun. There was a show he was doing No Dream, the Ska Tour, oh, and yeah. I was like, that's actually not what I want to see. I didn't want to see that either. Uh, he, I want to call out number 18, which is 3090 from the musical Tick, Tick, Boom. That came out. Andrew Garfield uh, was in it last year. So Andrew Garfield, let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, former president. <laughs> that um, is all I know. The name Andrew Garfield. Yeah, that's not sure. true. You know him. Who Who is Andrew Garfield? Come on, bro. Sp- uh, he was Spider Man in in the one before oh, Tom Holland. So I never, I didn't watch those, but I watched the Tom Holland one yeah. where him and Tobey Maguire came. Yeah. Through. So he was the Spider Man without that wasn't Tobey Maguire. And wasn't Tom yeah, Holland. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What my five categories on Spotify were like the first four were all like emo and rock, and the fifth was show tunes, and that really tracks for me. Uh, anyway, moving on. I'll let you take the reins again. Wait, I, I'm I'm like I'm spiraling right now. I think that I have a friend named Andrew Garfield. Okay, well, if your name is Andrew Garfield, write us. No, but the issue is that I, he's like a close friend of my close friends. I watch Survivor with him every week. Like, yeah, his name can't be Andrew Garfield. I would have, I would have. If you, if you earlier. see him every week, you should definitely know his name. Yeah, this is a brain fart. Whatever. Keep going. Mitski. Nice. Love it. Love More it. Weezer. Curly Q. Love that too, because that's like the, the, that's a song that Jess Corey put out. No, that's from the album. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Electric Light Orchestra. It's a red flag. <laughs> what do you mean red, red flag? flag. Thin you. Lizzy, red flag. Oh, Any come on, stuff, bro. You're, you're a red flag. Um, Uh-oh. Getting into some treacherous territory. AFI, <laughs> black. Hell yeah, This dude. is stuff I oh, run so, to. Oh, so nice. Have seen oh, so, so two times live. Can't really figure out why I'm still seeing them live. Oh, wow. I've never seen them live. Totally fine. We have so many of the same things. Yeah. Dead on Arrival by Fall Out Boy. Nice. That's the such Authority a good song. song. Jimmy Eat World. Nice. You got in a fight with your mom. You had to spin that. <laughs> Interpol. Yeah, dude, this is the part of the group chat, like the Interpol AFI part of the group chat that I just like can't. Yeah. Can't this participate is, this in. This is like, the part of the group chat that Dan shit. and I like co-opt because Dan and I are sending each other lyrics to this type of shit like all the time. We Dan and I are in a perpetual guessing game. Where we're trying to challenge each other on who doesn't remember lyrics. Um, a little shout out to a friend of the show, Dan. I'd like to point out number 43, Little Darlin' by the Diamonds. That's a doo-wop song, and I love it. My darling, I need you To call my own And never do wrong To hold in mind Your little hand I'll know too soon that all is 
so rare. You always have one that comes <laughs> out of nowhere. Uh, what is Lips of an Angel? <laughs> that's 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 bad. That's Lips 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 of an Angel by Hinder. It's one of my go-to karaoke songs, and it, it's the one that's like, my girl's in the next room. Sometimes I wish she was you. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. Liz Fair, fucking run. Love that song. Nice. What is? <laughs> oh, oh, Van Weezer. I thought that that was the album. Oh, dude, Charlie Bliss is so good. Charlie Bliss oh, is great. Yeah, Ruby. Which one is that? Uh, Ruby. Keep it. Right. Uh, love that. Um, gotta pause on fifty nine real quick. Fifty nine. Yeah. The Taste so, of Ink by The Used. Yeah. I Something happened. I feel like I got like concussed this summer. <laughs> um, and this song, just absent any prompts, just came back in my mind. <laughs> like, there are a million songs that you sing, could say. And I would have like, it. Is it worth the can you even hear me? <laughs> that, that's all I got. Okay, that's pretty good. Can you even hear me? Trapped until the sun, and then there's like a little bit of a key change. Yeah, and then you give it. Give us the chorus. Give me the first. Give me the first two notes. Here I am, and I'll again. Is that right? <laughs> Yo, I gotta play this for myself. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Alright, because of the noise cancellation, I could not hear what I was just singing, but I that song is fucking incredible. It was really but good. It just, you it just came back into my mind. I feel like it was on a long bike ride. My brain was like doing some new chemicals, like releasing some shit. And it's just, <laughs> yeah, with no prompt, this song just came back into my mind. And I was like, what is that? And it's like, hey, you know? Taste of Ink. Yeah, nice. Hell yeah. All right, what else we got? Uh, Mockingbird by Carly Simon and James Taylor. That's a great old song. Nice. Uh, Who's Destroy Boys? They're like a, like a girl-fronted band that just they're just mad about boys all the time and it sounds they're very angry and cool nice oh it's destroy boys not yeah. destroy boys <laughs> no not like we're the destroy boys <laughs> uh faint by lincoln park oh my god i love faint by lincoln park every time i'm like tired from running i put on faint and it just gets me going hmm. nice. uh Little Oliver's Army by Elvis Costello. Oh, Elvis Costello, I definitely understand to be good. I really like his album cover with the glasses, and I yeah. like that song, Allison. He's so good. Oh, Charlie Bliss. We've never talked about Charlie Bliss. Almost no. all these bands we've talked about, if we yeah. know But yeah, Charlie Bliss is so good. Love it. Nice. Got some Blinkwood Eddie, too. <laughs> yep, Reckless Abandon. Jimmy World, Joyce Manor. I tried, to get you on, I tried to get you on the Wonder Years, but you said it was too pop punk for you. Okay, fair. Dig, dig by Mudvayne, another running staple. That's great. Um, all right, so maybe let's just let's wrap. And then hold on, just what? Yeah, let me just shout out number one hundred and one. Another day from Rent. 
So. Oh yeah, so that's what I was curious. Like, who is Daphne Ruben Vega? But yeah, okay. that's just that's a cast member from Rent. That's and shout out to Izzy and Sam who are my Rent buddies on that one. Anyway, yeah. Nice. So wrap it up. Give me the three terms you would use. Three words. Oh shit! Oh, this is so hard. Yeah, it's hard. Who would give this prompt to someone? Yeah, what kind of psycho would do this? Someone who wasn't expecting the question asked back at them, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, give me a second here. I have all the time in the world. Also, if, if uh, eagle, eagle-eared listeners want to track the exact moment the second glass of champagne hit me. Right now? No, definitely earlier, but I'm definitely slurring my words a little more than I thought I would. I didn't eat dinner, so this is a problem. Wholesome rage noise. <laughs> and not not noise the genre. Yeah, no. Just like noise, noisy, like, noisy you stuff. Like, yeah, you like noisy music, and I would say like noisy music is like rock where really the composition of it, like the sum or whatever, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Like, okay. I don't know. Weezer, like... A Weezer song is very different from all the different tracks of like a Weezer fucking master. I don't yeah. know. It, it it does something new. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, um yeah. one last question for you. Yeah. One last yeah, question yeah. for you. Uh, just to round it out. Uh, you got a couple of playlists on the side here. Yeah. Some of which are for me. Yeah. What uh what can you say about Party Cat Mood? <laughs> Party Cat Mood uh was i was in a band called party cat and when we were recording an album we had a shared playlist that we threw songs we liked that we wanted the production to sound like or the type of music to sound like and that's that not as funny as not as funny as you thought it was going to be uh and then i and then i see i made you a hard rocking playlist for will yeah i like that one yeah and then you made me some some Jeffrey Lewis and from Chicago with Love. Yep. Yeah, we're friends. If you didn't know it, we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. You know what? <laughs> shoot me. We're friends. Um, no, what please song? No. What? Please what's... no. Shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> what song should we go out on? What should we? What should I we? I think there's only one on? that we can. Is it El Dorado by Prince Daddy and the Hyenas? It's it's not. Uh oh. Is it Wuthering Heights? Is it worth the care you even hear me? <laughs> Let's do it, baby. All right. All right. That's our episode. As we always say, noise, sad boys. We'll see you next time quicker than last time. The catch-up is Will R. and Noah Shore, with executive production by Noah Shore. Our intro music is by Headlong Snipers, and our outro music is a beautiful envisioning of the pup song Free at Last by Swamp Walk. Check her out. Thanks to our sponsor, Jeeves of Ask Jeeves.